Welcome to all of you, and welcome to all who are listening on Torani Time and other platforms. Please press the follow button to share this, to receive ongoing updates regarding this year, and please share this year with at least two friends. Do you feel your life is unglamorous? Too often, I hear from people, from Talmudim, people who confide in me, that they just feel like Mr. Vanilla. Or maybe even Mr. Plain. They say, I've gone through the from system. I went to yeshiva. I spent my year in Eretz Yisrael. I dated a from girl. Started a family. And now I'm kind of just going through the rhythm of everyone else. I don't feel standout. I don't feel special. It's only the Yechidim, the Polykishrim, those who are on the cutting edge, whether in... Co- Kodesh or in Chol, in the Torah world, in the professional world, they stand out. But most of us, we're just one of the herd. We don't feel special. Yes, you do have other people, they will admit. Other people whose spiritual journey was an animated journey, an exotic spiritual adventure, like a Gerer of Balchuva who was in an ashram in the Himalayas, and then suddenly he had his Hesorus, his awakening to discover Hashem, similar such convert-by-fire sort of thing. And that fellow will be on the lecture circuit talking about a spiritual journey. But me, little Chaim, I'm Mr. Vanilla. And of course we know that a person who is building an inner spiritual world comes to appreciate how special they are, how they too have a spiritual adventure in their inner world, albeit in less overt ways, in the type of bond they are forging Hashem with Hashem and their davening, in the way they are learning the art of intimacy and deeper connectivity with their spouse learning to bridge the gap with another world as in the other person, or for that matter, any human relationship. Learning resilience and be tough and facing down real-life issues. Learning the art of friendship and how to befriend people different than them. Whatever it might be, we are all special, no less special in Hashem's eyes than the one with the overt, exotic, spiritual journey. seems to me that this entire issue of... The exotic spiritual journey on one hand of the Gara the Balchuva, and on the other hand, all of us who must see our journey as no less special, no less consequential in Hashem's eyes. This issue goes to the heart of our parsha, Parshas Yisro. Because Parshas Yisro deals with Yisro, the great convert, on one hand. Yisro is that exotic spiritual journeyer. According to Chazal, he is born in Midian as an anti-Semitic kingdom. He is growing up in the in a culture which is adversarial to Yadas, adversarial to Judaism. And yet he makes the 180, explained Chazal. He, according to Chazal, experiments with every religion and rejects them. He learns the Achilles heel, the vulnerable point of all the other gods, and then embraces Hashem alone. So Yisro is, in fact, the exotic spiritual journeyer, the great Ger, who would be invited, presumably, on all the lecture circuits. 
by every shul brotherhood and sisterhood to tell his tale, his story. And then we have in our parsha the Matan Torah experienced by every Jew. Every Jew amongst the 600,000. And it seems to me that in pairing together these two, Yisro, who came to it on his own in a most exotic fashion on one hand, and B'nai Yisro, each individual who experienced Matan Torah as simply a member of the community and simply actualizing the old promise to his ancestors, the Avos. It seems to me the Torah is cleaving them together and telling us each individual Jew's Matan Torah experience is no less meaningful than Yisro's great spiritual leap. Let me develop this idea and bring it out even more compellingly from the text. Because the truth is, this cleavage, this unification of the Yisro story and the B'nai Yisro Matan Torah story in our parsha is not simply a matter of chronology. First Yisro came and then there was Matan Torah. Because, in fact, that's not necessarily the case. There is an opinion in Kazal which says chronologically Yisro came only after Matan Torah. Clearly, the Torah then is sequencing things this way from a conceptual order, first introducing Yisro and only then the Matan Torah for a thematic reason. I suggest because it wants us to experience, or to appreciate, that the Yisro story, whenever it happened, even if it happened after Matan Torah, is the intro, is the prelude from which to segue into Matan Torah. Because Matan Torah is the national conversion of the Jewish people. As the Gemara tells us in Kreis, and the Gemara tells us in Yavamas, at Harsinai, the Jewish people as a nation became Geirim. So the nation of Geirim in the Matan Torah story is being introduced by the personal story of Geiris of the convert Yisro. Yisro, the individual convert with all the passion, all the inspiration, all the drama of his 180 spiritual journey from a culture adversarial to Yadus to Yadus, and his rejection of all other religions as he experimented with them one by one. Yisro, the overt dramatic Geiris story, is the intro to the national conversion of the Jewish people. As much as it might be that each individual Jew experienced a less dramatic journey. He was simply a member of the community, experiencing what the rest of the people were experiencing, and so to speak, born into it, actualizing with Nasa Vanishma what had been promised to Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. But the, but the Torah is introducing his story with Yisra to tell us we are all Yisros. All of our Matan Torah is meaningful and special. And let's develop this further. Let's appreciate in the text itself how the Torah is so clearly cleaving together the Yisro individual care with the national Geras of Matan Torah. Not only is this brought out by the sequence, but the two stories are very, very similar in the sense that in both cases the selling point of the Geras was Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Just as Hashem tells the Jewish people, think what I did for you. Think back what I did for you. You saw everything I did to Mitzrayim. Atam Yisem. You saw everything which I did to Mitzrayim. Anochi Hashem Mitzrayim. Well, Moshe also uses Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim as the selling point to Yisro. And he describes the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, Hashem's great miracles, Hashem's great intervention, as Yisro's touch point, as Yisro's lore 
to his own Matan Torah, to his own Geras. Because in fact, the Yisrael story as an individual and the story of the nation, it is one story of a Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim-driven Geras. Albeit the Jewish people experience the Exodus in their own flesh and Yisrael is hearing about it as an outsider, as a spectator. But it is a parallel track nonetheless. And not only that, not only is Yisrael brought to his Geras, based on Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, just like the Jewish people. But his facilitator is Moshe. It is Moshe who's bringing him to Geras, just as it is Moshe who brings the Jewish people to Matan Torah. This parallel between the Geras of Yisro and the Geras of Kal Yisro becomes even more compelling when we listen with a careful, sensitive ear to the language in the Chumash. The Chumash says regarding Moshe's overture to Yisro, Vayetze Moshe Likras Moshe went out to greet his father-in-law Yisro and bring him close. And in an almost cut and paste usage of the same words, it says at the time of Matan Torah later in the Parsha, Vayotzi Moshe Esha'am Likras Halokim. Moshe brought the nation to greet Hashem. Similar expressions, Yotze Likras here, Yotze Likras here. Because, in fact, these are parallel stories, the individual care and the national care. One final parallelism I will bring out between the two stories, Yisro and the Jewish people. And, and that is, notice the following. Who were, so to speak, the primal movers or the national representatives on the stage in the people's Matan well, of course, Moshe, but beyond Moshe. The Torah tells us in Parshish Mishpatim that Moshe, Nad, Aaron, Nadav and Avihu, and the Zakanim and the elders, right? All of them went up to a, a degree, to a given height on the mountain, leading the Jewish people. Moshe, Aaron, Nadav and Avihu, and the Zakanim. Well, we have those same figures figuring in the Yisro story. Not only Moshe, who welcomes, warmly welcomes his father-in-law, but we also have Aaron and the Zakanim. The Torah tells us how when Yisro sat down to feast, Aaron and the Zakanim sat down to feast with Yisro. This feast, according to the Ramban, was the celebration of Yisro's Geras, just as is customary today to have a Suda, a feast to celebrate an individual Geras, Geras. Well, who joined him in the feast? Along with Moshe, who, according to Rashi, actually was serving at the feast. Aaron and the Zakanim sat down. Now that is an unmistakable foreshadow of the Matan Torah of the Jewish people, which will be led not only by Moshe, but by Aaron and the Zakanim as well. Now you might you might say, but there's one omission here. Albeit most of the players who lead the Matan Torah of Klal Yisrael, Moshe, Aaron, the Zakanim, the elders appear here in the Yisro story. But you might say Nadav and Aviu are absent. There is a subtle inconsistency between the two stories. But when we delve deeper, we could trace Nadav and Aviv's presence. Nadav and Aviv, those are, of course, Aaron's children, the Kohanim, the leaders of the Jewish people. You can trace their presence in the Yisra story, too, because Rashi, in the beginning of the parsha, tells us that when Moshe 
went to greet Yisro. It was Nada ben Avihu that joined him in greeting Yisro. Well, that little subtle statement, that nod to Nada ben Avihu's presence, I believe is not a standalone. But when incorporated within the greater pattern of who are who is the leadership present in Yisro's gears. Now, we can, we can fill out a whole picture. Moshe, Aaron, the Zikinim, and Nadav and Avihu, the very same who are present in the Jewish people's Matan Torah. That creates a compelling pattern. And finally, perhaps I neglected to say this, the Chumash says, in a final parallel between Yisro and the Jewish people, Yisro sacrificed, it says here, Ola Uzvachim, Karbonos Ola and Shlomim. That is the very same language used to describe the Karbonos which B'nai Yisrael sacrificed in Matan Torah. Vayalu lolos vayizbuchu zvachim shlamim. Olos and zvachim shlamim offerings. Right? So here we have overall, right, a well-developed pattern of connectivity between Yisrael's Geiris, the Geiris of the individual, to the Jewish people's Geiris. Two Geirisen placed side by side in the Chumash here, though the chronology might not have been this way. For conceptual reasons, the Torah wants us to see throughout all of these pieces, all of these points of connection, the fact that both Geiris were introduced by a Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim inspiration, as we said, the fact that both Geiris involved sacrificing of the same sort of offerings, Olus and Zvachim, the fact that on both it was the same leadership present, Moshe, Aaron, Atavavu, and the Zakanim, and the fact that on both stories, Moshe is described as leading a meet and greet, both in the Yisro story and in the Matan Torah of the Jewish people. All of these textual touch points, to me, are serving as a bridge between the Yisro and Matan Torah story. The theme being that we are supposed to see Yisro, the dramatic, exotic, spiritual journey of the individual gar, not as detached from the national experience, but as its intro, which on one level I am interpreting to mean that just as Yisro's exotic journey is exciting, is special, is standout, each little Yiddle at Matan Torah his, spirit, his or her spiritual journey is no less important than Yisro's. Might be less dramatic, right? But the commitment, the personal relationship to Hashem being forged is no less special, no less significant. And this is not only true of our ancestors at Harsinai, but all of us in our personal Matan Torahs. Because of course, as Chazal tells us, as cited by Rashi in this week's parasha, we all experience Matan Torah every day. So we all have a Parshas Yisro story, which developed in its fullness means we all are Yisros every single day. We all must see our personal spiritual journeys every single day as an exotic sojourn, a Yisro level story. It might not be dramatic. It might be an inner world journey. Finding a new way for Davani to speak for me, for that hallowed universal text to touch my personal life, for me to pour out my needs to Hashem. Finding my own touch points to Torah to develop the text in a way which speaks to me. Finding my own route to Benadu Machavero, to bridging gaps with the Olamale, that separate world called another person, and a way to relate. Finding new 
avenues of connectivity with spouse. These are journeys. These are adventures, spiritual adventures, no less significant than the great adventures of the fellow in the Himalayas who has his running with the divine and makes a 180 in life. We are all Yisrael, whether we are an overt Yisrael or it is the or most of us where it is a more personal, intimate journey, less discernible, less overt, but no less significant in Hashem's eyes. Never feel unglamorous. Never feel like Mr. Vanilla or Mr. Plain. We are all a Yisrael in all the beauty and all the excitement and all the adventure, which that means. May we all be Zoha to feel that way. Amen, Kani Hiratzon. Thank you to you all for listening. Please share the share with two friends and please press the follow button to receive ongoing updates regarding our Shirim.